Welcome to Street Startups, the innovative podcast for those who are looking to use their skills and talents to start successful businesses. Join us for each episode as we introduce you to successful community-based entrepreneurs and discuss the strategies necessary to launch your startup. Join startup strategists Tracy Syfax and CJ Meenan to learn more about what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in your community. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Street Startups. I'm here as always with my partner, Tracy Syfax. How are you, partner? Good to see you. Oh, but listen, it's always good to see you, my man. Another week, and we are super excited to be here once again on Street Startups. You know, once again, CJ, every single week we have these conversations with these entrepreneurs, and we say it all the time. There is no better amazing story you'll hear than an entrepreneur's journey. So today we have my man Craig Mitchell on, and you're going to hear an amazing story. You're going to hear a story of resilience. You're going to hear a story of redemption. You're going to hear a story of courage. I mean, everything that it takes to to be an entrepreneur, you will basically hear in Craig's story. So without further ado, I want to bring to the Street Startup Podcast today, my man Craig Mitchell. Craig, introduce yourself to the public. My name is Craig Mitchell. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, 47 years old. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a mobile personal trainer. My 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 brand name is Little Dreams, Big Dreams Entertainment. Um, I travel New Jersey. I, I go outside of New Jersey too, but mostly like I'm in New Jersey. I'm traveling. I go house to house, gym to gym. Um, I've been doing this for twelve years now. Um, successfully six years, going hard. Um, what else? I it's 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 a it's not a walk in the park. It's not mm-hmm. a walk. It's, it's a lot that come with it with the um getting people to believe in you um first of all believing in yourself mm. that's the thing. if you don't believe in yourself you ain't gonna get nobody believe in you so first of all believe yourself um living by example by eating right um doing what i gotta do to show people what they gotta do um it's 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 it's, it's a journey but it's a good journey it's mm. a, it's a long journey it's, and with today's what's going on today with the wars and the um the uh, health and the COVID and stuff like that. It's 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 a good thing to eat right, be healthy, and Absolutely. not mental health too. Absolutely. And when you talk about that, Craig, because you know I always believe that you know, and I see you in the gym. So you know, we both come from that same mindset. We recognize that our health is so important. But you know, you talk about that journey of for the past six years, how you've gone hard. I think when we talk about going hard as business people, as we go talk about going hard as entrepreneurs. I think there's a certain mental space. I think there's a certain space we have to be in mentally in order to do, do the things that we're able to do successfully. Won't you talk a little bit about your mental, Craig? How do you and and when you you know how did you get started? Because you know your story is a is a huge story. It's a story definitely of resilience of how you started, how you made a decision to change your life, and how you got to where you are now. So let's talk a little bit about that. My story is how I started. I got into, I ain't even say, I'm just gonna start from the bottom. I got into the, this working out period. I was incarcerated. Um, my son, mom, she left me during my incarceration. I was stressed out and everything, started doing push ups. I was doing push ups. That led to push ups until um, I came home. Then I came home, I still doing push ups. I started, you know, people seeing me looking good and everything. Then I started training, started training people. That's why I lead them on the right way. But let me recap. As I was training people, when I came home, I had um, a bad drinking problem. Mm. 
had a bad drink problem. So I was training people saving lives, but I was dying. And mm. saying I was I was dying. So that sound crazy and anything, but it, that's what was happening to me. I was saving lives, but I was drowning anything. So so happened. I prayed, prayed, kept my faith, kept my faith, kept my faith, prayed, prayed, prayed. And so it happened six, five years ago, I woke up and I ain't had the taste of the drink again. I woke up, the drinking was over. So that's that's why I say 12 years good and six years and five years um, just getting started. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just five years ago because before I was drinking, I was saving lives, but I was drowning. And people didn't know that because I kept the, 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 the so-called the materialistic stuff, the clothes, had a car and all that stuff, but I kept all that looking good. But or actually, I needed a hug, mm. and it kept that kept that going. Anything that so happened, me praying with the help of praying, the help of me believing. I woke up one morning and it was over with. Six years, five years ago, it was over. November the 29th would be five years. I've been alcohol free, no cigarettes, and not to brag, no NA, no AA, no going back to jail. I did this all off of faith. Mm, and it, It's amazing story, you know, and I really believe, you know, our faith, Craig, you know, our faith could take us a long way. So, you know, your story is is so remarkable how you just woke up one morning, just, you know, just say, listen, I'm done. You know, I mean, I'm going to step up, put my foot down and and, and you haven't looked back since then. So I applaud you on that journey because it's definitely a remarkable journey. Yes. That's great, Craig. Wow, what a powerful story. My mind is spinning with, with all the, the, the accomplishments. I love how you're not afraid to say, hey, look, I, I had to pray about this. I had to I had to turn this over to God and say, help me, right? Because I've been there myself. And, and boy, it's a powerful moment when it happens. I also love the similarities between what you're talking about in terms of getting physical health, uh, physically healthy and mentally healthy, but then also how we have to stay healthy as entrepreneurs, right? Like yes. there's yes. Some things we have to admit that we can't do as entrepreneurs, right? Like maybe maybe you're not good at finance. Maybe you're not good at sales. Maybe you're not good at whatever the function is. It's okay to let go and let somebody else help you with that and, and, and let somebody else handle that part of the business. So there's so many similarities here, but let's stay with this mental health, physical health line that I think a lot of entrepreneurs walk, right? When, when you're dealing with somebody who you see that their life is not balanced, right, between the physical health and the mental health, what, what, what suggestions can you give them? Because entrepreneurs need help in that area. You know, you know what I, the bottom line of mental health, and it might sound, I don't know how it might sound to the world, I think, but I think the, the bottom line, you could talk, talk, talk. I think it comes with what you put in your body, how you eat. I think that played a big, big part on the mental and physical health, the how you eat and how you looking at what you put in your body, you're not putting garbage in your body. Because sometimes when you put garbage in your body, you get garbage thinking. When you put healthy in your body, when you get healthy thinking. So it it, it, it all, at the end of the day, it all boils down to how you eat. You eating proper, you, you do proper things. Your mind be on a, a good roadmap. When you see yourself eating right, you you think more or smarter. But if you eating, you eating a bunch of I'm just gonna say garbage, a bunch of you know that ain't healthy for you. You 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 all over the place. You everywhere with it. So my my main thing is the eating part because you could do you could go to the gym and do all the working out you want. You could do all the you know selling stuff. You could be entrepreneur and anything, but if you ain't eating right, 
and you just eat on the go, don't go, you sometimes your mind be everywhere. So yeah. I think the eating part be the most important part of it. Yeah. No, I think you make a great point. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, and, and then too, Craig, when we talk about, you know, you know, not only the mental, but you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice. I say it all the time. You know what I mean? To be a successful entrepreneur, you sacrifice a lot. Yes. You know, you sacrifice time with your family, you sacrifice um a lifestyle, you sacrifice so many things. You talk about this often because I follow you on social media. You talk about how you had to struggle to get your license back, how you had to sacrifice and how you had to take chances in order for you to to be where you are today. You knew you had to have a mobile training business, so you had to have a driver's license. You know what I mean? Talk about that sacrifice that you had to make in order to get your driver's license. Um, I tried to go, as I was getting successful in the training world, I tried to go to the top without starting from the bottom. Mm. And as I said, I'm trying to go to the top. I was started a mobile personal training business without a driver's license. I ain't had no license at all. So I'm out here doing, I'm tan, driving all around, doing all this stuff, but I ain't have a driver's license. So I had to stop lying to myself mm. that I'm doing the right thing, but I wasn't doing the right thing. So what I did was I, 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 um, I had um, two DWIs. So I, I, I tuned in that during the pandemic. I tuned into two DWIs, seeing what I had to do to go um, to handle, to get my license process on the road. So I, I contacted um, people at DWI. I had to do a 148-hour um, overnight and um, a weekend overnight. So I had to do that overnight. I, pay, I paid them, paid, paid, you know, license. Did all, I did like, programs. I had to go through the steps. There were steps I had to go through to get my license and everything. And I took the the journey of taking these steps so I could get on the right road. Because I, I was I was doing this same way I was training and I was dying, same way I was driving, living this lifestyle, showing, you know, going in, and I wasn't on the right path. And the main thing is stop lying to yourself. Wow. When, when you lie to yourself, you don't get nowhere. Because you you know when you get quiet and the lights go off and everything, you know, you know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, you could be wife, you know, friend, God friend, you know, anybody around you, but you know deep down inside that you're not being true to yourself. And I had to get that over. Well, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm doing all this, but I'm not going to be true to myself. So when I went through the journey of getting my license, it took it took some money. I'm glad I did do it when I did because I had a little bit of money to pay for to get it started. It, t- it cost me $10,000. This would hmm. be a cost me $10,000 to get my license. I got them now, but it took a journey to do it. And I was, I was lying to myself, lying to the world, doing all this stuff. But I, it, it took um, the steps to do it. I, I took, I went through the steps to do it, and I had to go through the steps by myself to do it. I, I couldn't get no help. I couldn't have uh, my girlfriend or somebody help me write this. Now I had to go through these programs and show up myself and everything. So that's why I tell somebody, like I tell people now, it, it, it's it's never over. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Just like. You know, but the the world will know that I get up, I go to work at two thirty in the afternoon. I get off at eleven o'clock at night. I probably get to sleep like twelve, twelve thirty after I take my shower. I'm right back up at four o'clock in the morning to train at five. Sometimes when I go got travel now, I'm up at three. I have like three thirty in the morning traveling and stuff. So I sacrifice a lot, but I love it. It's right. a good it's I'm not putting myself in harm's so way. I got my license, I could drive anytime. You know, I want to. Uh, I'm not going to liquor store to get me a drink. Um, what else? I can say. Um, I'm focused. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. my goals 
to my training business, my goals that I'm going so hard because my goals within seven years, I want to be, don't want to go as hard. Mm -hmm. So I get out of the way. And then I ain't saying, I, I want to still work and be entrepreneur and all that stuff, but I don't want to go as hard as I'm going. Absolutely. And I think one of the main things about your story, Craig, is that you take accountability. You know, a lot of us have a hard time taking accountability for our actions, for our past doings, for where we are in life. I say all the time, every man on this earth is self-made. We are all self-made. Mm -hmm. Only successful people admit it. Um, but we all self-made. Everything that we have in our life, we basically created ourselves. And you've created a great life for yourself, Craig, and, and done some amazing work. So I, I'm telling you, every day I see you on social media, every day I see you at the gym. Super proud of all the things that you're doing for sure, um, CJ. Yeah, there's also. I mean, I'm I'm taking notes over here, Craig. And if you haven't seen the the the, the tips that you're given, the insights that you're given are so powerful. I love the part of your story where you're talking about, hey, I was doing this as I don't want to say hobby, but you were doing it for yourself, and then suddenly now you have a business as a trainer. We teach people to take their hobbies, their personal strengths, and turn those into businesses. Can you describe that that transition point when you went from doing this for yourself to doing this as your business? How did that happen for you? It, it happened. Um, just, just, I, just like I said, my son mine started off, but I'm going to say it really happened six years ago when I really knew people believed in me. I really knew I was really saving lives, like, I'm talking about weight loss and people um, inboxing me and telling me that I'm helping them in their personal life do the, the mental part of it. Do the mental, part, not just me being a trainer. When, when, as a personal trainer, when you get connected with people, people talk to you, they open up to you. So I'm giving them advice and I share a lot of my personal experience. So I don't want, you know, my clients think I'm this perfect guy because I got this type of um, physique or, you know, I'm, they might see me on social media doing all this. So I, I share a lot of my personal life, but how I started, my journey started. My baby, my I'm I'm giving it all to my um my son mom. I, I gotta let her because her being incarcerated and her leaving me, it might seem like a bad thing, but it strengthened me. Mm. Mm. It strengthened for her. You know, if you if anybody ever been locked up, you sitting in that cell and somebody leave you and the lights get dim and you think to yourself, cracked out tears come down my eyes. I'm like, but it. It all actually made me stronger. It made me get on, stand on my two feet because I was looking for her. You know, every time I call, she answered the phone. She's doing this. She got full packages and all this stuff. But when she did, when she stopped it, it made me a man inside the jail. Mm. It, it, it took me a man inside the jail. So when I came home, I still had that one demon of drinking. So I went to, I went to the high power, my high power for that, and I let my high, high, high power take control of that, and he took control of that. For me believing in him. Mm. So once he took control of that, it all now all making sense now. Mm. I, I I see my brand getting bigger. I um I do bigger things. Only thing I had to get over a little bit now that I'm working on and it's getting better as coming from the inner city or coming from the um the street life and stuff, um everybody's not getting over on you. I mm. had to go get over that part because business is business. Because when you come from the inner city or the, the, the so-called hood, you think everything is a scam or everybody getting over. Everything is not a scam and everything, everybody's not getting over. So I had to get over that part. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Craig, you know, and I say it all the time, you know, what I mean, if you came from the streets, if you've been in jail, one of the most volatile things to be thrown into is a prison system. 
Yes. You have to keep your head on the swivel. One of the most volatile things to do is to stand on the corner and sell drugs. You do yes. it with crack addicts, heroin addicts, police, the stick-up man, your uncle, and you're dealing with so many different things. Mm -hmm. But I really believe that 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 experience, those things we learn, that intuition that we have when we say, okay, let me really look at this person to make sure this person is not trying to get over on me. It's yes. not a bad thing. That's not a yeah. bad thing, but I think it's just a matter of how you harness that, yeah. how you analyze everything, because when you're in the streets, that's what you have to do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so just turning it around and say, I have to be the same way in business. And everybody in the streets wasn't out to get me neither, but yeah. I always recognized that I had to have that intuition with me. And, and listen, I think it's something that we carry with it. I think it's something that we can use um, to be successful in the business world. CJ? Right. Well, fellas, we've reached that point where, you know, we got to wrap it up. And I'm sorry we got I'm sorry we got there. Right. I'm sorry we did. But we can always continue this conversation at another time, Craig. If that works for you, we'd love to have you come back. So yes, please yes. keep us in mind. Tracy, why don't you take us out with the final word? Well, you know, I, I think the final word, CJ, um, and I think Craig hit, hit on this all night is accountability. I mean, you cannot go somewhere in life until you first take a look in the mirror. Take a look at yourself, see where you've come from, see the things that you have contributed to your success or failures, and then take accountability for them and take account and just say, listen, this is what I had, had to go through. This is what I know I did. How do I go from point A to point B now and be successful in life? I think Craig has demonstrated that and his ability to rise above his circumstances, not only dealing with, with substance abuse, not only coming from jail, but just having that ability to pull himself up. So great story, Craig. Keep doing what you're doing. Great to have you. I knew the night was going to be amazing, man. Listen, I'll see you in the gym most likely. So yeah. peace, bro. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, CJ. Craig, now, Craig, before you go, how can our listeners who oh, yeah. want to off the couch and get healthy, how can they find you? They want to so, use the same. Um, my Facebook is Craig Mitchell. My um. IG is um G G G A I R C. Look at look at that on my G oh my Instagram page, and that's how you get in contact with me. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much, Craig. Uh, thank you, Tracy. And to all our listeners, remember, as Tracy said, stay accountable. And we will see you next time on Street Startups. Peace. Peace. We're taking it to the streets from New York to California. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Street Startups Podcast and visit us at streetstartups.live.